Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our 15-minute power chat starts now. Welcome to the 17th episode of Five Questions with Dan Shawbell. As your host, my goal is to curate the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the number one New York Times bestselling author of Girl, Wash Your Face, Rachel Hollis. Rachel was born in Weed Peach, California, and after graduating high school, moved to L.A., where an obsession with Matt Damon led her to apply for and get a job at Miramax. While there, she met her husband and founded an event planning company called Cheek Events. Then, in 2015, Rachel had a breakthrough moment on social media when an Instagram photo of her celebrating her stretch marks went viral to over 10 million views. In 2018, her book Girl, Wash Your Face debuted and went on to becoming a number one New York Times bestseller for 12 weeks, selling more than 880,000 copies in the United States alone. Since the success of her book, Rachel and her husband Dave and four children have moved out to Austin, Texas. Her follow-up book is called Girl, Stop Apologizing. With her husband, she is the host of the Rise Together podcast and co-founders of The Hollis Company. The company has media, products, inspiration, and community to arm people with the tools they need to make a positive and lasting change in their lives. For her hard work, dedication, and business success, Rachel was named by Inc. Magazine as one of the top 30 entrepreneurs under 30. Both Rachel and I started out as bloggers before we were entrepreneurs and authors. I deeply respect her ability to talk about her biggest insecurities and flaws publicly. How did you originally get the courage to share your personal life publicly? The, the very first thing that I did that probably a lot of people would consider embarrassing is, um, so I was a blogger and I would write about my kids or what I made for dinner last night. And then I had Bell's palsy. I don't know if you're familiar with Bell's palsy. It's facial paralysis. And one side of your face is paralyzed. And I thought, man, I should write about that because I bet other people have struggled with it. And I wrote a blog post about having Bell's palsy and I put pictures of myself with Bell's, Bell's palsy. And I remember I had a, a publicist, I had just hired a publicist for the first time and she called me in a panic and she was like, you cannot put pictures of yourself like that on the internet. It's so ugly. Like people are going to, you know, these will live forever. Um, and I kept it there because I just thought, you know, whatever. Um, and still to this day, it's one of the things that people come up and thank me for because at the time there weren't. There, you know, I'm sure you can find stuff now, but there really wasn't anything on the internet that talked about it. And my thing is always when I'm looking for something in my life and I can't find it, I, I feel like that's a sign to create it. So I, that was the very first thing. And the response from people was so strong. And I remember like the publicist said, don't do it. And my husband was like, are you sure? But when it resonated with women, that really encouraged me that there was something there, that if I just had the courage to sort of speak my truth that maybe it would give other people permission to do the same. Love that. What does it mean to live fearlessly? 
you know, it's funny. I don't know that I live fearlessly. I think I live with courage. There's that old saying that says, you know, courage is not the absence of fear. It's feeling fear and acting anyway. Uh, so I think that I find myself constantly like, uh oh, here we go. We're going to put ourselves out here. We're going to do this big thing. And I just jump. I just jump into the deep end. And I think I'll learn how to swim once I get there. And it doesn't mean that I don't fail. I certainly fail all the time. But I just, gosh, I would rather be the person who pushed herself to try, even if it means that I didn't get there, than to be the person that looks back on my life and goes, ah, I think I could have been somebody. I think I could have been a contender. I think I could have written that book. I think I could have packed out an arena, I think, but I never tried, so I have no idea to know if it was true. How can people stop feeling shame and start taking charge of their lives? I think that so much with shame, and women really struggle with this, I think so much shame is tied back into a fixation with what other people think of you and your choices. And the best advice I can give as I, as I was working through the next book and trying to think of what is this thing that, it, why is everyone so affected by this? The answer is because so many of us are drowning in other people's perception of our lives. We care about what our mother-in-law thinks. We care about what the girls from eighth grade think. We care about strangers on the internet and truly to live into who you can be and to live life joyfully and to enjoy the process, I think looks like keeping your eyes on your own paper, you know, like don't look around, don't compare yourself, don't ask what she thinks, don't ask what he thinks, just do the work yourself for yourself is how you start to make progress. And in that progress comes pride, pride of ownership, pride of having built something, pride of hey, I am stronger, I can do these things. And when you start to feel more comfortable with the pride in yourself than you do the shame about their opinions is when you truly start to live. Who do you look for for inspiration, motivation, and emotional support? I am, you know, I, probably like you, there's so many people in this space that I have admired forever. And one of the greatest gifts in my life in this journey over the last, you know, 18 months is that now some of these people are my real life friends. Uh, Brendan Burchard, Ed Milet, you know, Lewis, we have mutual friends with Lewis. Um, these are just like three guys that I've admired for a really long time who reached out to me and said, hey, like very few people understand what it's like to walk in this space and we know what it's like and let me know if you need anything. All three of them have been really incredible like brothers to me in this process. Um, I like Oprah Winfrey, Beyonce, uh, Tony Robbins are all my heroes. I don't know who I am, but um, I have admired their work for so long, the work ethic and the excellence that they bring to everything that they do. So um, I'm blessed to have some real life mentors and some like dream mentors that I get to watch their careers from afar. What is your best piece of career advice? My best piece of career advice. Oh my gosh. How do you choose just one? That's so good. Um, gosh, just like what I, what I would tell, what I would tell like my daughter, my sons, if they were coming up in, in this world would just be, just make the thing. Just make the thing and put it out. Just create the thing. Stop second guessing. Stop talking yourself out of it. Like I am done is better than perfect, right? Like we've heard that a million times. Like my, my first book, nobody wanted. And it wasn't because they couldn't see the genius inside of me. It was because I wasn't a good enough writer yet. 
I had to put out that first book and the second and the third, you know, Girl, Wash Your Face, that's my sixth book. I had to suck for a while and just put out the sucky content to learn how to get better. So stop trying to make it perfect and just make it. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Rachel. To follow her journey, you can read her books and find her on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, where she shares her advice, inspirational quotes, presentations, travels, and family photos. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guest provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you can act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.